0: So I am offering a live workshop all about how to outsmart your inner critic and take control of your thoughts when you start obsessing over your body. You can snap out of your bad body image day in under 10 minutes using this exact method that I use and that I teach private clients when they need to readjust their thoughts so that their body image doesn't take over their whole day. So I'm excited to host this live two-hour workshop on July 7th at 9 a.m. Pacific. There will be a recording, so if you can't attend live, get your ticket right now for $27 at OutsmartYourInnerCritic.com. Tickets are $27. You will get a recording. Just head to OutsmartYourInnerCritic.com to get your ticket now. what if all they have to offer is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a brown paper bag? They're bringing a sack lunch. You have an eight-course meal. Of course, they're going to feel embarrassed. They're going to feel intimidated. You're listening to Confidently She. Let's gently cleanse that internalized misogyny and equip you to handle what life brings your way. I'm Rebecca Biggie, and I'm here to help. Welcome to the show. All right, before we get started, how much water have you had today? Let's increase that. Get yourself a glass. I like to have just like a massive water bottle with me almost at all times so that I can just be like chugging water never without water. If you have questions or want me to cover a specific topic, email me at hello at biggie.com and it will work its way into an episode, I promise. All right, here's the analogy for this week that we're going to think about, we're going to focus on, and you're going to bring yourself back to when you start to forget who you are. Okay. You need to think about your life as sitting down to the dinner table. What things do you bring to that dinner table even if you're sitting alone? When it comes to judging yourself as a person and evaluating your not not your worth as a person, but just being honest about the things you bring to the table. Like how many dimensions do you bring how dynamic are you as a person okay like oh, like think about it like a chef okay how dynamic are you as a chef can you make the entree and the appetizer and the salad and the pasta and the dessert and the pastries and do you know how to pair the wine like are you are you somebody who can put together a freaking eight course meal and have people tell their friends about it or are you someone who shows up to the table with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a brown bag and you're like, okay, <laughs> this, this is what I brought. <laughs> like, the, let's eat. You know, you can still eat that. That's fine. You know, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But if that's the best you can bring to a table, don't be surprised if other people aren't really inviting you. And also don't be surprised if you're feeling insecure about who you are. But guess what? You can learn how to bring other things to the table. Expand who you are. Become more dynamic. Learn how to make an actual meal like an adult. Okay? So sex appeal, the sex appeal part of it I see as like dessert. Okay? Dessert is great. Everybody loves dessert. Dessert is usually people's favorite part of a meal. Right? It's the dessert. Maybe you have an incredible vanilla creme brulee with raspberries. That would be my favorite dessert. Maybe you're like a chocolate souffle. Maybe you're just regular like vanilla bean ice cream. I don't know what kind of sexual appeal you bring to the table, but that can't be the only thing you bring to the table. You are going to attract a specific type of dinner guest if you only serve dessert, guess who you are going to attract? A child. Yeah. Who wants to just eat dessert for dinner? Children. Boys. Little boys want to just eat dessert for dinner. They would be perfectly happy with chocolate cake for dinner. But men don't do that. Adults don't do that, do they? No. They know the value of Appetizers, maybe a nice charcuterie board, uh, wine pairings, an actual nutritious meal with macro and micronutrients. They eat salad. They eat the entree. They eat, they want all the different components of a meal. And if you're only bringing dessert to the table, don't be surprised when you attract children. I don't want to eat with children. Okay. That's not the type of relationship dynamic that I want. Because children don't bring anything to the table, do they? Besides an appetite. That's the only thing they bring to the table. They bring their appetite, and then they leave. And you can't even really be mad at them. Because you don't blame a kid for eating the dessert at a table. It was sitting out there. Like, like... You can't complain about feeling like your relationship is only based on shallow things like sex or or how attractive you are if that's the only thing you put out to attract someone. And of course you feel insecure because that's not a very stable foundation. Like if someone else comes along with a different dessert, not even not even a better dessert, but a different dessert. That kid, what is he going to do? He's going to be like, oh, I want to try that. I've never tried that before. Let me go over to that dessert table. Of course you feel insecure because that's the only thing you're offering. So you need to offer more. And I'm not saying that you, that's the only thing you have to offer. But if that's the only thing you're choosing to offer, you cannot blame a child, right? For going to other tables and tasting those desserts. That's what kids do. They want to taste a bunch of different desserts. So who's really to blame? I'm not saying it's your fault if he cheated on you, but I'm saying you got you to gotta up your game, girl, okay? So when it comes to your life and it comes to your confidence and it comes to what you offer – It may be true that you can make an entree, you can make a salad and a wine pairing and bring all these different dishes to the table, but you're a little insecure about that because you know people are going to like your dessert. People have told you that they like the dessert, but you got to go outside your comfort zone. You have to make an effort to bring other things to the table and show them that you can do that because what I see happening and what happened in my own life was what women do is they come to the table and they just bring dessert and then they attract these boys, right? These these children who show up, they eat dessert and then the the women are are disappointed when the kid isn't like, oh, I also would like to have an entree or a a cheese plate or a wine pairing or some kind of nice hearty soup or whatever. It's like they're like surprised that this child doesn't want anything else on the table other than dessert. It's like, well, that's all you put out. The only thing you put out was your sex appeal. So of course, that's the only thing that someone who's going to sit at that table wants. So it also makes sense that you don't start with the sex appeal. You don't start with dessert, right? You start with the cheese plate. Maybe you start with some charcuterie. Maybe you start with a little bit of like Brussels sprouts, something like that, okay? Moving away from the analogy, maybe you start with a hobby, okay? Maybe you like, maybe you're like me, okay? You like rock climbing, So you go rock climbing and you attract somebody who also likes rock climbing. Cool. Okay. We have that in common. Or maybe it's the violin. So music. All right. I'm a musical artistic person. I'm more creative. I play the violin. Maybe I meet someone through music. Okay. We have that in common. That's an appetizer. That's the first course. And you are going to see all the different courses that I bring to the table, as someone meets you, you don't put it all out on the table all at once. That's once they're in your life. That's once they they know what it is you offer. You can put it all out on the table all at once if you want. But you need to start with things that are going to attract someone with a bigger appetite than just sex appeal. And so many men, so many guys, so many boys only have an appetite for sex appeal because of where they are in their life. That's no judgment. That's just an observation. They only have an appetite for sex appeal. And that they can go fill that appetite at a different table because I want to invite people to my table that also bring... Different appetizers, different wine pairings, different entrees, different salads, different, different dessert. Okay. I want to fill my table with things that I don't have. And that's what everyone should be trying to do with the people in their life is you fill it with people who offer things that complement what you offer. And it makes sense. People, you know, we get discouraged, we start to feel insecure. When we are offering a lot at our table, and yet someone who we wanted to invite to our table didn't show up, or they were there for a couple weeks and then they stopped coming back, and you start to second guess maybe I need to put out different food. If you're putting out all of these different courses, if you've got a lot of different things to offer, once Once a guy figures that out, if he is insecure and he doesn't feel like he can offer you things that you don't already have, if he's a coward, he's going to disappear. That's why ghosting is so common, even for people who have a lot to offer. It's because this other person sees what you bring to the table and they feel embarrassed by you know, thinking that their like spaghetti dinner was going to be good enough for you. But if they've only dealt with children in the past who were who were impressed by something that wasn't a lunchable, yeah, they think that I, I, this spaghetti thing is so funny because a couple guys that I dated, they legitimately thought that they were like such great cooks because they could make like a good spaghetti. And when I say good spaghetti, I mean, they opened a can or jar, of red sauce and added it to regular-ass pasta and some ground beef. And they thought that that was like, I make really good spaghetti. And I'm just like, dude, what are you comparing this to? Are you comparing this to a bowl of cereal? Because then sure, this is a this is a good meal. But it's like, this is not anything amazing. This is not anything impressive. I'm, I'm thankful that you're offering this to me, I suppose. But like this is not good. (laughs) This is, this is not something that is impressive. I'm not impressed by this. And the fact that you think that I should be like says a lot about you. And again, this is not a judgment. These are just observations. Everyone is fully welcome to search on YouTube, how to make dinner, like take a class I don't know, like I don't feel bad for people because it's just like information and learning is so available, you have no excuse. Hey, it's Rebecca. If you are wondering what your next step is, In your journey of body confidence, I've got you covered. I developed a body confidence quiz that places you exactly on your step in the body confidence playbook. So go to bodyconfidencequiz.com right now, take the free quiz and find out which step you are currently on and what you need to do next to grow in your body confidence. That's bodyconfidencequiz.com. Take the free quiz and I'll see you there. But so when they see that you are capable of providing a lot of things for yourself, they start to feel insecure. If they are a coward, if they are insecure, that starts to flare up and they don't have the conversation because again, coward. And second, they they don't feel inspired to become better. They feel intimidated and they shrink back. Again, child. Not a man, a boy. And you're free to do that, you know? Like, I have no ill will against guys who have stopped showing interest in me. Like, I, I the reason why doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it's, it's okay. That's fine. Uh, for whatever reason, you weren't interested in sitting at this table. And I'm okay with that because the things at this table are freaking dope. And it's only getting better. <laughs> So that's the perspective you have to have. You don't freak out if someone comes and looks at what you have to offer and keeps moving. What if all they have to offer is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a brown paper bag? They're bringing a sack lunch. You have an eight course meal. Of course, they're going to feel embarrassed. They're going to feel intimidated. But what I would prefer, if someone even like that came along and was like, oh, damn, I have this freaking sack lunch and she's putting out an eight-course meal. I want to learn how to do that. I I want to do that. Hey, Rebecca, can you teach me how to do that? And I'd be like, sure. <laughs> have a seat. Let's talk about it. Right? But you got to think about it. If, if you're showing up with – it's like the more – You offer and the better things you offer, the more intimidated people are going to be. That doesn't mean you start putting out Lunchables and fruit snacks. Okay? That's not going to intimidate anyone. But again, who eats Lunchables and fruit snacks? Children. Okay? Like, when you put that out on your table, those are the types of people you're going to attract. So, yeah. You put out a little bit of pate. You put out a little bit of tuna tartare because kids don't like that. Kids don't eat Brussels sprouts, but I don't want kids at my table. I want a man at my table. And men eat that shit up. They're like, oh my God, this woman knows how to make tuna tartare. I love her. Yeah, that's what I'm eating at my table. And I am okay eating alone instead of inviting some person to my table who only brings a plate. And I don't want you to second guess the things that you have going on. Yeah, maybe, maybe certain courses aren't all that they could be right now, but you're working on it, right? Like, you need to think about every one of these courses that you're putting out, every different part of your dynamic personality, the dimensions of who you are, as in progress. Like, yeah, you might knock it out of the park one time, You might have a really great, you know, salmon, baked salmon with lemon and, you know, zucchini type of entree. That might be like your signature dish, okay? Maybe you are really good at emotional intelligence. Maybe you're really good at helping people process their emotions or supporting someone. Maybe that's like your thing, okay? But maybe you always overcook the scallops. Maybe you're trying to make scallops as this appetizer and you always overcook the scallops. You know, maybe, maybe you're trying to save money. You're trying to get your finances in order and you just, you know, you, you haven't paid off your credit card debt yet. That's okay. That's okay. You're trying, right? You're trying. Nobody has it all perfect all the time. And that's not what it's about. It's about figuring out what is this person offering? What are they trying to offer? What are they working on? What are they at least making an attempt to put out? Because guess what? You know, we're not making bowls of cereal here. It's pretty hard to mess that up. But cooking scallops while you're also making This baked salmon and the, you know, the creme brulee is in the fridge. Like, like you've got a lot going on. And it takes a certain kind of person to be able to manage all of that and improve these different areas. And that's what confident women do. That's what confident men do. That's what they spend their time working on. So think about who you are as, as a meal. Okay. How many courses are there? In this dinner experience, what are the, how, how dynamic are you? Because that's the first thing. You need to be honest about what you bring to the table because there are some, some women out here saying things like, oh, you know, I, I'm not going to settle for anything less than a man who's going to do this, this, and this. Okay, great. Uh, that's good. What do you offer that is going to be appealing to that type of man? And we don't even have to talk in the sense of romantic relationships. We can talk in the sense of friendships. Okay, you want friends who show up for you and who check in on you, who give you birthday presents, who celebrate you and really know who you are. Okay, what do you offer as a friend? Do you do that for your friends? No one invites me to things. No one asks me to hang out. Like I just want people who... You know, who are really invested in who I am. Okay, great. Do you do that for other people? What do you bring to the table? And what are you putting out on the table to attract these people into your life? Because if you are putting out Lunchables and fruit snacks, or if you're just sitting at an empty table waiting for someone to fill it, you're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. Who, and and other than someone who does not realize the worth of what they offer, who is going to come to your empty table and just fill it with all the things that they made? You're the child. You are the child in that situation. And you need to realize when you're being a child. I realized when I was being a child, I was like, oh, the only thing I have that I'm leading with as far as... Attracting men is my sex appeal, so that makes sense why the relationships that I have aren't really fulfilling me because they, you know, I, I wasn't really putting out more for them to be attracted to. And that also makes sense why I was insecure because I was like, oh my God, if someone else comes along with a better dessert, they're going to leave me because that's all I have on the table. But when you have an eight-course meal and someone walks by with a chocolate souffle A man is not going to turn his head because he's like, "Uh, this table is full. I am eating this whole meal. I don't care if there's a different dessert. This one comes with all the courses. That's how you really build confidence in who you are and trust in relationships. In my past relationship, I was like, this guy would be an idiot to cheat on me or to leave me. And if he does cheat on me, well, then I'm leaving. I'm taking my full table and he can go somewhere else because all he's bringing is an appetite. And I did leave him, but he didn't cheat on me. At least I don't think so. That's the other thing that it's just like, you never really know, right? Like, you never really know if people cheated on you or not. And to be honest, I don't care because, because it's like, my table is full. And if you went off to get a snack somewhere while this table was sitting here waiting for you, who's stupid in this situation? You are. So that's fine because I still have my table filled with this eight-course meal. So that's how you need to think about things. How many courses are you offering? What is the main thing you're leading with? And, and what do you want to add to your life? Not from someone else, not what do you want to take, it's what, what else do you want to offer? What else do you want to work on when someone – and this actually like is a perfect analogy because when you come home and you know your partner or your mom or your sibling or your roommate or whoever is in there like cooking up a meal and it smells amazing, they've got all the, the dishes lined up for, for how they're going to present the meal and you can, you can see the different ingredients, you can see what they're working on. They're like, ooh, I want to – I don't know what they're making but I want to be a part of that. Is there enough for me? Can I help? I brought some wine. You want to be a part of that meal when someone is really working on it and putting in effort. And it's the same with your life. You become a very attractive person. People want to sit at your table when you're putting in the effort to have nuance, to show that you're a dynamic person. You're not just sex appeal. And if you are, you gotta change that. What were you putting out? What did you attract? How are you gonna change that? And what does someone need to bring to the table in order for you to offer them a seat? This was the analogy that I came up with this week. I think it's amazing. If you have questions or want me to cover a specific topic, email me at hello at and it will work its way into an episode. I promise stay hydrated, my friends. Talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you. And I will see you again in another episode.